Good afternoon, this is an end time podcast, you are listening to the writing on the wall, I'm your host Tay, and I'm here with a uh, special guest all the way from Memphis, Tennessee, my brother uh, DJ, go ahead and introduce yourself man. Hey guys, my name is Darius James, I am currently in Memphis, Tennessee, I, um, I, I love prayer, and I am excited to be on. Alright, and yes you do, bro All the times you tell me about Praying, fasting <laughs> You know, like I said, thank God we part of the body Man, cause certain st- <laughs> Like I said, I don't mind being The foot, you know And the hands, you can be the mouthpiece And pray and all that stuff, but you know, it's good But um But today though, we talking about a, a topic You know, that is um Very important You know, kind of like, you know, in between Series you know, like I said, I just finished Ministry versus Ministry, and I'm about to start a new series called Who Lied to You, but kind of like to give, you know, the people something in between. I plan on doing just a couple, a uh, few episodes about just identity, identity, you know, fatherhood and all those things. But uh, I just want to just kind of like just have you on and you just kind of like just we just uh, talk about this. You know, it's, it's very big and very important just as not only as you being a, a man. You know, and uh, just identity in Christ. So, what you think about that? I think that's major uh, in every aspect of your life as a man. Uh, it reminds me of a few scriptures. Uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I think that's quoted a lot, but I think it's 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 part of just knowing your identity as a son of God. Like God says, I have good plans for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, but to bring you to an expected end. Like part of your identity as a son, you know that you have a loving father that is looking out for you, whether you had a natural father in your life or you had father father figures or you just didn't have that in your life. You have a, a heavenly father that has a plan for your life and the plans are good. Uh, he said that his plans are good for you and to bring you to a future. And, um, and I think that's important to know your identity in him because you can know that as his as his son or as his child, you know that your life is taken care of. And you know that you don't have to prove yourself. You you just have to be like you're you're just receive his love. And um, it just reminds me of a time when I struggled a lot with um, addiction, like uh, porn and masturbation addiction. And I was like, well, God, if I just loved you more, loved you more than this sin, then I'll be free from it. Uh, And I was like, well, how can I love you more? Like, how can you love God more? And it just reminded me of a scripture about we love him because he first loved us. And it's like, it's really nothing you can do to make yourself love God more except for except the fact that God loves you. And uh, and I think that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, uh, that's I mean, <laughs> just thinking back, like I said, man, you go back, like, <laughs> like day one, like, we go back years, you know, we, we started 
at the very bottom together where you was you well, I came at the bottom. You was you came in at the top already. <laughs> Ministry, oh, but, <laughs> but uh, I mean, just to see us now, man. Like I said, that you know, we both we both had a lot of similar situations. You know, we kind of like seeing each other from a different perspective than like a lot of people. Like you seeing me from you know the day one, and even you know the the you know the kind of like the backstage stuff. You know, and so you and I seen you and it's like for us being only men and fathers today and married, you know, with our wives, you know, and it just to kind of like just look back just of all these years, you know, and, and we still trying to, you know, walk into the identity and try to find more, you know, who we are in Christ. But to the to the how can I say to the immature believer, to the new coming believer to the religious believer, it's like it's it's easier said than done to say that uh your identity is found in Christ, and it's like it's, it it can immediately go over your head, like you somebody say find right. your identity in Christ. It's like what? How can you find your identity in Christ? It's like where where to look? I mean, because the reality is we get like a an inch of this rope for this lifetime, and then we have a whole length of eternity of rope. For the next lifetime, when the new Jerusalem come to the earth, and we, you know, glorified by, and we, do, you know, living with the Lord for eternity and all the stuff. So it's like, and then the average years for us now as it go, you know, as you drop, it's like seventy years. And then the first probably eighteen to nineteen, twenty years, if you blessed to find Jesus in that time, it's like you coming, you're adolescent to your adulthood. You're probably in your own ways. You know, you ain't really understanding how to, you know, to, you know, walk in the spirit and, you know, and crucify the flesh. So until you find out, you know, that that walk of, OK, I got crucified my flesh. OK, you got to get past the flesh. OK, you got to get past all the other things or oh, the demons, you know, the struggles like you mentioned earlier. You got to get past all those things and then you got to. Now, time ten, move out your parents' house. You know, seek your wife. You know, find the Lord. I mean, it's so much you gotta do, and then finally, be like, okay, find your identity in Christ. <laughs> you know, so it's not that simple for us, even for, you know, you of us now. So, like, what would you say, honestly, to those who starting off, or those who've been stuck, or those who in a place where you kind of missed? You know, kind of like windows. Cause you know, we we was blessed to uh, start following the Lord immediately after. Like you know, I, when I turned eighteen, I literally started literally following the Lord. And you you start following the Lord what? You was in uh, high school, right? Uh, the summer going into high school after I graduated from eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. So it's like we was blessed to kind of like have a. Be on a path of understanding, even though we probably didn't get in depth until you know we both in our college years. You know when you know when I met you, kind of like deep into it. But we was like in a we was we was in that area, so it's easy for Jesus for us kind of like just kind of get pulled deeper and deeper and deeper. But when you don't have like that that presence or that that vicinity or that place like we had where it's like, it's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, we serious, the people around us serious, the leaders serious, you know, the covering, you know, the knowledge, you know, the the counsel. You, you got, we got all of this. 
But to the person out here who doesn't have none of this, and they just probably just walk into a, a random church because, you know, they, they want to get a life to Christ. So, like, what would you say to those people about finding your identity in, in the Lord? That's good, man. Um, I'll say the one thing, the only thing that really works at the end of the day, um, and that is just really begin to just read scriptures, mm. begin to read the word of God, because even though it, first, it, it, it may sound cliche, but I mean, it's no, it's, it's, it's powerful. Isaiah, I believe it's Isaiah 55, uh, verse in Isaiah 55, it says that the word of God will is going to carry out his promises. It's going to fulfill mm. what he set it out to do. And so when we read the word of God, when we learn who God is, we get to see, okay, we get to see men and women of God who know their identity, or we get to see God's faithfulness to other people, and we get to see his promises that he have towards us, that the same way that he was faithful towards Moses, that he'll be faithful towards us the same, the same way he delivered David or he delivered Daniel, he would deliver us. So it's like reading those scriptures. And I, I even, even go as, um, I, I pull out, I'll pull out scriptures from, New Testament, where it talks about we are a royal priesthood, mm -hmm. a holy generation, yeah. or uh, scripture in the in a Revelation where it says we are kings and priests, and so those type scriptures and scriptures in John and and in the first, second, and third John where it talks about being a, a child of God or a son of God, like scriptures like that speak directly to identity saying. You're a warrior priesthood. You're of a holy nation. You're a child of God. You're a son of God. You're a king. You're a priest. God's saying all these things about you. And even though you may not feel that way, even though you may look at your shortcomings, be like, man, I am nowhere near, near that. It's understanding. Just keep reading. Keep reading. Keep asking for understanding. Keep praying. And then believe what he's saying about you. Versus what you see in yourself versus mm. what what you um, what you experienced in your past, even what you think about yourself, because when God says something about you, about who you are, your identity, really at that moment, you have to take a humble route and be like, it doesn't matter what I think about myself. It just matters what he thinks about me. And if he says this about me. Regardless of how I feel, I have to accept that what he's saying about me is true and and just say, God, help me to believe and help me to walk into what you say I am. Help me to walk into and accept who you say I am. And um, and I think that's that's key. I think that's major for you to just to take that that time, take that time and do it. It's not going to happen overnight. It's, it's like a, it's a pursuit. You have to continue to pursue. And there's never, no matter the greatest man or woman or guy you know, they have not arrived at a destination, a specific destination. There's no destination uh, in this thing. It's always glory to glory, from faith to faith, from grace to grace. There's always levels in this. 
And so it's no destination. You never get to a point where I have arrived. You're it's constantly, constantly a walk with God and God revealing himself to you and God revealing uh, his promises to you and God and you walking a journey with God and you're walking into those promises and you're seeing it happen because at one point, you know, you can know scriptures, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes life situations is when you're going to activate that, that part of man, I, I really need to believe this right now. Like if everything is going good, you know, it's, it's easy to believe that, um, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I have good plans for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. But when things are going bad, or when things are look things look like it's a, a fiery trial, like Joseph being um, thrown in a in a pit by his brothers, and Joseph being put in prison, is we still have to hold on to that promise that I have good plans for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Mm. And even back in that New Testament scripture where it says, for all things work out for the good for those who love the Lord. And it's like, even though the worst situations can happen in my life, I know that even while I'm going through something hard, I know that in the end, it all can work out for me for the good, Mm. for my good, because I love Jesus. And at the end of the day, and I think it, I think it's in James. He said um, um, trials or tribulations help you with perseverance, and that perseverance with patience and all that stuff. So it's it's a benefit that you get out of hard times, but hard times never feel good. Yeah. Uh, but you can see during hard times that God is faithful and God is with you, yeah. and that you can survive it because He's with you. Yeah, I got a question. Yep. You know, and and I feel everything you just said, but also talk about the death that been spoken to someone by a, a person of influence over their life. You know, because it's like no one has seen Jesus, only the Father. I mean, I mean, no one. Well, let me say this, <laughs> because many people have said they seen Jesus. I will say this. <laughs> No one's seen the Father but Jesus, and it's highly questionable for someone to say they've seen Jesus with a natural eye. But in context, we live amongst men. And for the first, like I said, the first teacher you ever had was your mother and your father. And if you didn't have either or, is whomever with influence, and you was already, you're probably in a sucky situation, and you grew up in a very terrible situation, and you probably had death spoken of you your whole life. And we understand, like, you know, Proverbs, you know, 18, 21, what death and life are the power of the tongue, you know? So, and it's like, these people spoke death over your whole life to the point where it's all you heard, and to the point where it, it manifested it within your heart and your mind that, you know, that death is spoken over your life. That's actually, you got to the point where you believed it. You know, it manifests. You see it manifest throughout your whole life, you know. And then you get over here and you you hear a God say you are fearfully, wonderfully made above all things. Well, you're fearfully, wonderfully made. You know, you hear a God say, you know, I, you can do all things through Christ who strengthen you. The same God that said, you know, press towards a high market, high calling was Christ Jesus. You know, the same God that keeps saying all these great things, you know, to you and these scriptures. And it's like how it's like it don't resonate because it's like. The reality is, you're walking in so much death. 
It's like, how can you allow life to really manifest itself and kind of pierce that kind of like that, 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 that darkness to help you come out? Because it's like, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, especially, I mean, you know, my testimony. I mean, someone dealt spoken to me. It's like, man, Jesus. But it's like, I still have issues today because of all the death, because of, you know, just, I ain't have, I didn't have, quote unquote, the best upbringing when it comes to life spoken over me. So, like, to those people out here, like, what would you say when he had just nothing but death just spoken over them and it's death manifestation, but then now they want to kind of like, Find these scriptures that says all these things. Like, I mean, what 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 would you say to them about that? That's good, man. That's real good, and um, and that's one of my favorite scriptures in Proverbs. That there is power of life and death in the tongue, and so when we're getting like death spoken over us, kind of like getting word curses spoken over us, that we have to once we come in Christ, like we have to really just cast that down and. And rebuking and renounce those those lies or those curses, that, those words of death over our life. And um, I would say, um, I would just, I would, I would wash my mind with the word, renew my, renew my mind with the word, in the sense of um, taking scriptures that speak life and 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 saying those things over myself. So if a scripture says, um, like, I be, Jesus became our sin on the cross so that we could be made the righteousness of God, I would be like, I'm righteous because of Jesus. And just say those, say these things over myself every day. I, I, I can, I, I have purpose because uh, of what Jesus did on the cross for me. My life will be full of abundance because Jesus said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. Um, just, just, I have peace. I have peace. I have power. I have love in me because the word says, God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So I would take those scriptures and I would apply the same thing that is said in Proverbs, that the power of life and death is in the tongue. So to the very amount of death that was spoken over you, I would say, speak that life over you yeah. and say, man, no, nah, man, I, I I, have power. I have the power of God in me. I have the love of God in me. I have uh, I have a stable mind. I, you just speak those things over yourself to counteract those words of death. And as you speak life over yourself, just like the death, the words of death affected you, the words of death affected your self-esteem, affected your your thought process, affected uh, the things that you um, you may have second-guessed yourself about and your identity. Just like the words of death had that effect on your identity, the words of life will have have that effect, a much powerful effect. So I say continue doing that. And, and the words that renew your mind, um, let this mind be in Christ Jesus, and and I and it's a scripture, but that David said it's like this word have I hid it in my heart that I may not sin against thee. So it's it's meditating on the word of God and just meditating on His promises. And look, we live in we live in the twenty first century. A lot of people aren't 
Bible scholars, but I'll tell you, you can Google anything. You can Google the promises of God, scriptures on the promises of God, and you can print that out and you can look at those scriptures and be like, man, this is this is for me. This is who he says I am. This is this is my identity. It's not it's not a, a failure. It's not what my my family said I was if I was gonna be a failure, if I was gonna never amount to nothing. It's not that because Romans eight thirty seven says, knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved Jesus or through Him who loved who loved us. And 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 so just knowing all those things, it's like you can you can overcome, you can win because greater is He in you than He that's in the world. So it's it's filling your mind and your heart with those scriptures and you say it until you believe it mm. you just say it till you believe it because you don't have the thing is you when people are speaking death over you you may not believe it when they first say it but as if they keep saying it then eventually you begin to form and morph your your thinking about yourself into it and so they said it enough until you believe it well you can speak life over yourself enough until you believe that truth until you believe that 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 life that you're speaking over yourself, that truth you're you're speaking over yourself from the word. Because the thing is, the power of the word doesn't change. The word is always powerful. The word is all the word of God it will always be true. What God says about your identity will always be true. You may not believe it, but it's true. And you can just speak that until you believe it. And as you keep saying, speaking those scriptures. And, and as you keep trying to uh, just sing until you believe it, it reminds me of of, of uh, hearing the word of God. It says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm -hmm. So you may not have the faith, right, to believe what God says about you. But if you keep saying it, you keep believing it, or you keep saying it, you keep repeating it over yourself, then because of what the word says, you're hearing that truth over yourself your faith will eventually get there to where you're going to believe what God says about you. You're going to believe it hmm. and you're going to be, and it's going to transform your mind. It's going to transform your thinking and it'll transform your heart. Yeah. That's, that's good. Cause we all know that one of the most important things, not only just cause we men, but also to women, you know, just any child of God, is that your identity is probably way more finding out who you are in Christ Christ probably way more important than you know titles and uh ordination and you yeah. know I mean you know or what people say because that's kind of like when all else fails when everybody gave up on you when you lose your friends when you lose family when physical natural death come into your life when chaos is going around in the world, it's like it seems like when everything fails, your identity in Christ is kind of like that 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 thing that really save you, keep your sanity. Because it's like at the end of the day, is it's like I mean we witnessed it many 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 times. I mean because uh, man is man, you know. Even after you know the last series about ministry versus ministry, man is going to hurt you. So you know that that that's right. that's going to happen, especially in the church. You know, you, you live in a, uh, like I said, I was, I was saying, like, like I said, we ain't blessed like Jesus where, you know, the Holy Spirit didn't, you know, didn't know our, our mother. You know, so, I mean, we, we ain't blessed, so we, we born with iniquity. So sin is going to, you know, wages sin is death. 
you know so it's gonna be some type of death somewhere some type of something you know so i mean but the uh i really feel like you know when the waves on the oceans when the hurricanes the tornadoes and disasters all those things come your identity in christ is what what keeps you you know that's that is very important especially to not only just us but kind of like just the the youth you know kind of like just talk about that with the youth you know how important to kind of like get on a path because you might not get to the destination right away but because you somewhere on a path it's easy for you to kind of like end up going the right way you know it's kind of like the uh you know what the bible say about you know that the you know the gate you know the path to the kingdom of god you know it's narrow you know right you know not many find it but if you own a path, you have a better chance of finding it than you just completely on a dirt wilderness forest somewhere else. You know, so just talk about just the youth about, you know, just kind of like getting like, how can they really get over there around there when you have the TikTok generation, Instagram generation? You have all these social media generations, all these distractions, all these things like how can they really get to the point? Because. You can get to the point where you're down there about to give up the ghost and you and you don't know who you are in Christ. You know, so how is important for the youth to really know who they are in Christ at uh, teenage years, at the young adult years? It's so good, man. I, you know, I think our generation was told by the older generation that we have a, we had a lot of distractions. But the generation after us have even more distractions, like you're saying, with social media and Instagram and they're they're being presented with an identity that the world wants them to take on and thoughts and ideas that the world wants them to take on and so to to really I mean man if you as a teenager you're listening to this if you really want to walk into who God wants you to be if you really want to 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 live a life where the opinions of man begin to kind of fall off i think it's good to start off in this simple way because i because a lot of times you, you I, I, we during this pandemic we don't people aren't really going to church right we can't uh -huh. go physically go to a church building and then there's so many churches online uh, you can end up stumbling upon a good church online or a church that's preaching something crazy online, right? <laughs> so you don't know. And as, as a, a young person or someone new to the faith, you don't know a lot of times starting off who's right, who's wrong, who's telling the truth, and who's distorting it. So I'll just tell you what I can tell you personally that worked for me was – I felt like I really wanted to give my life to God. I really wanted to follow him. And so I did only what I knew to do to follow God or to know God. And I just started reading the Bible. I started reading scripture. No one taught me how to pray, right? When I was younger, I didn't know how to pray. I just knew like, if you pray, if you just, my grandmother told me, if you pray, just meet it with your heart. And I was like, as a little kid, I didn't know how do you, how do you really mean it with your heart? Like, what does that what does that mean right so but when i began to read scriptures it gave me stuff to pray about it, it helped me to understand what to pray about it helped me to see myself like oh um lord I, that that's not in me you said this and 
I can't even do that. God help me. When I started reading the scriptures, I was cursing like a sailor. <laughs> and um, and I read a scripture in James, and it convicted me about cursing. But this, but also in that scripture, it says that man can't tame his tongue. Mm-mm. And I was like, well, God, if I can't tame my tongue, if you said I can't tame it, then you tame it for me because mm-hmm. I can't stop cursing. And and God delivered me from cursing. And so wow, I was bro. You used to curse you. you used to curse things? Yeah, that's a, that's a bro, curse. I, like I would have never. <laughs> Boy, that would be the last person you ever thought that you should, that had a, a tongue like Isaiah. Talking about, Lord, I'm yeah. a man of unclean lips. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just, my, hey, my parents didn't know, but I used to be cursing, man. Well, I can't even picture you cursing. I can't even picture that. That's not even a picture in my mind. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I can. I literally yeah, can't man. picture one bad word coming out your your mouth. That's sad. That's how you know you're a man of God. Somebody can't picture you sinning. Like you know what? That, uh, that don't even seem right. But I, I bet people can picture me cursing. But anyway, that's besides the point. But uh, <laughs> go ahead, bro. Oh man. But, but yeah, man. So I I just say start off. I, I, this is this is what you can do. Read the word. As you read the word, it'll help you to pray, right? Um, because you'll know what to pray. You'll know. Uh, you get to learn God's character. You get to learn what God likes and dislikes. You get to learn who you are in God, who He says you are. And when you see things contrary to that in your life, you begin to pray. God, change that in my life. Lord, help me to believe that. Oh, Lord, remove that from me. Oh, God, give me a pure heart. Uh, uh, help me to to have my mind in you and to think the, the way that you think, Lord. And you begin to, to, to read those scriptures and transform you and do things to your heart. And, and then you pray and you worship, right? You put on some worship music and you just sing along with the, with the song. So I, I think those three, the most important things, just like identity, the most, the three most important things you can do in your walk, no matter if you become a pastor or you become some great man or woman of God, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's you have to pray, read your word and worship. Are those like the three most important things for you to do because they root that keeps you rooted those are your roots prayer is your root the word of god is your root uh worship that's your that's your root so if if a tree loses its roots and it goes through a hurricane or a tornado it's going to get blown away but oftentimes trees don't fall out when there's hurricanes and tornadoes they stay planted because their roots are deep so you keep your roots deep, no matter how old you are, no matter uh, at the end of the day, that's the most important thing to keep mm. your roots deep. And those three ways is how you can keep your roots deep. Mm. Yeah, because this is not like I said, this is for teenagers. This is also for young adults and grown adults and older adults. <laughs> like, you know, you know, I feel like this is very good for everyone, you know, and uh, we could uh, kind of like wrap it up, you know, um, but, you know, um, identity you know just you got any just any last you know words or anything you know just for identity you know for the listeners to you know just to hear from you because you know identity is very important and identity in christ not identity in the world because boy you'll be searching for well you could be searching forever in the church too but you know we'll talk about that another time but 
just you got anything left you know to kind of just close on just about just finding your identity in the lord yeah definitely um your identity in god is not your giftings Mm. it's not your title it's not your leadership role it's not your career it's not um all those things it's simply that he loves you he called you a priest he called you a king he called you of a royal priesthood all those things but he's saying that in reference that you're part of his family you're a son of god you're a child of god you're a part of his family and you know as little kids i'm a father and my sons aren't worried about a title they're not worried about you know this, did he call me son or did he call me by my name or or he's not they're not worried about a position right but they're just they just want to be around so just like a, a a child you know your identity is just to be loved you know just to receive your father's love receive receive his love and as you receive god's love the scripture says that he loved us we love him because he first loved us as you receive god's love you will be able to love god more because you will see the the depthness the greatness of his love for john three sixteen, I, uh, I think it's a uh, scripture quoted often but you know nowadays know younger generation I don't even think the younger generation really know about. I know our generation and older knows it, but so many people are unchurched now. But John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God loved, so He gave. God loved you, so He gave you uh, uh, a way to receive eternal life through Jesus. He gave you Jesus. Jesus lived for you, died for you, so that you can um, have eternal life. And I would say, man, accept Jesus into your heart. Accept him into your life. Believe that he died for you. Believe that he rose on the third day with all power in his hand, and he ascended into heaven. Uh, believe that, that he became your sins on the cross and so that you can be made a righteousness of God. Uh, and, and it's not your righteousness, it's God's righteousness that you receive um, by believing. Because our righteousness is like 50 rags. It, it pales in comparison. So I'll just leave with that. Um, and that's that's what I'll leave you with. Okay, that's cool, man. I appreciate it, man. I just had to, you know, hear from your perspective, man. I had to hit you up, call you, man. You know, like I said, I'm... You doing a few a uh, few episodes, kind of like with Dan, before I get into who lied to you. You know that's gonna be the next series. Can't wait for that season two. Uh, yeah, but um, like I said, I appreciate you, man, just calling in and uh, you know, and I'm about to uh, kind of go ahead and um, close close this session out. And like I said, I'm just very thankful, man. Hey, I appreciate being on the call. I I'm excited about what you're doing. Uh, I'm gonna say a quick prayer. I'll be super fast. All right. <laughs> be long winded, but I'll be I'll be quick. Uh, but Lord, I just thank you, God, for my brother. I thank you for what he's doing. I thank you for this ministry, this podcast that he started. God, I pray, Lord, that you will release to him 
strategies from heaven. You're released to him vision. You're released to him, God, the strength and grace to to win souls, the wisdom, God. Your, your word says, he who wins souls is wise. God, release the wisdom in the name of Jesus, God. I pray, Father, that the hungry souls, God, the open hearts, God, will be drawn to the podcast, that they'll be able to hear a word from you. I pray, Father, that you will keep them encouraged. I pray, God, that you will not get weary and and well doing God because your your word says if he thanks not he'll receive he'll reap a reward he'll reap a harvest God and I pray father that he'll reap the harvest Lord in the name of Jesus and God I just thank you I pray for all those listening that they will find their identity in you and that they'll be washed by your word and they'll believe what you say about themselves and God rebuke every word curse and every lie of the enemy God against their identity against their mind I tear it down I come against it in the name of Jesus I come against all those demonic assignments and I declare and decree that no weapon formed against them will prosper but Lord that they will be used by you and that they will know who they are in you in Jesus name amen Amen. Yeah, man. I appreciate it again, uh, DJ, man. Uh, like I said, I plan on having you back, you know, a lot. I mean, like I said, I mean, shoot. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, though, man, I'm, uh, you know, talk to you later, man. Uh, you know, on, on personal tip. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it's kind of dope, man. Just, it is, and just, before I just say this real quick, you know, you know, just the fact that, you know, this this is a a father, a husband, a man of God, a person who's, you know, really, you know, out here living living this life, man. So what he's saying, he, he ain't just talking. He's living it. Trust me. You know, those three things he say, he said it to me all the time. Like, trust me. Like, he, he remind me to go pray, worship, and read my word. <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, I'm, I was, I was kind of laughing because I'm like, you didn't say that one word that I can't stand. You always telling me you about fasting. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, fast. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I, look, I won't go say it. I was like, you know what? He didn't say it. Yeah, Jesus, bro. He tell me all the other time, boy. Jesus, a lifestyle of praying fasting, man. That's that. If you want to, you know. You know, I, I got to get you back on so you just talk about that, you know, about lifestyle prayer fasting. Because, you know, like I said, I'm, Jesus, you know, that's why I thank God we the body, man. Because, boy, it's <laughs> Man, Jesus, I need my American deli, Lord. Huh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, boy. Amen. I mean, so one of us doing it. We we brothers in the Lord. Amen. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Chick-fil-A, love. Thank you, Jesus. God. Woo. Man, Jesus. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to let you go, man. Let you get back to your, your sons, man. You know, but uh, I appreciate you calling in, man. Thanks, man. I love you, bro. And I'm going to talk to you later. All right, man. All right. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. All right, everybody. That was my, my brother, my main man, my best friend, DJ. You know, he always, he moved out of Atlanta, man. He left me down here. He, he went back to my home state, Tennessee. I'm from Nashville. It's funny because I'm from Nashville, and he ended up moving to Memphis. And everybody know how he felt with Nashville and Memphis. But, hey, this podcast not for that. But, hey, man, though, like I said, this is just a, a podcast on identity. More to come. All right, God bless everyone.